Alright. So here I am. It is three o'clock. The daytime. And I have decided to come to Austin, middle, mid-Austin, central Austin, to none other than um, Zilker Park, Parton Springs. Right now I'm in the green belt. I'm sitting here. I've walked uh, long trails with a bottle of water, cashews, nuts, all that stuff, a banana I ate earlier, and now I'm just kind of, I'm just chilling right here on this bedrock, and it's literally a spring, a lake, and there's tons of people, you know, just chilling out here, and it makes me think like, you know, how far back, you know, was this kind of life, you know? I think it's uh, it's always this kind of stuff that interests me because like I, I'm putting my feet in the water like I'm sitting right here on the side putting my feet in the water on this rock and my feet they're, they're hitting the very this very slippery part you know where it goes from rock and then you get and then it's water and then you have nothing but algae on it you know and it's slippery it's slimy and feels a little weird you know but it is as it is, I guess, or as it was, right? This is when we go swim in pools that are treated with chlorine, you know, we don't get that. We try and keep the slime part away. And I wonder, you know, and I have, I'm not going to bring up facts on this or whatever, you know, because I don't know. I, I, I'll look it up, though. I'll try and, you know, explore what I can. But what, you know, what else is the algae meant for? You know, maybe I'm sure it's there to... You know, it's living. I'm sure it's probably eating other things. It's forming there for a reason. You know, it's bacteria, but bacteria does have other things. You know, it, it, it has its uh, purpose. And anyways, I'm, I'm, other than that, I'm, I'm, I'm here and like, I am actually going to attempt to swim this thing. Like this lake is huge. I mean, it's it goes all the way from like miles, miles, but I want to swim in it. I'm gonna do it. I'm, it's super cold right now, but I'm also under shade, so I, if I go to the side where there's sun, it'll be it'll be warmer. I don't have a towel, but that's what we got the sun for, right? As long as the sun's out. So I'm gonna try getting in there, but I'm, I just wanted to try something different. Not wait till night and. Used this Saturday for something else, and I decided to, you know, drive last night over here. And then in the morning, I was going to get up, uh, go to a park, which I did. I found a, a calisthenics kind of thing with a, a, a obstacle course, and I spent some time there, took some pictures, and uh, just kind of enjoyed what it was, what it is. And then I came over here, and now I'm enjoying this, and I'm I'm pretty much in awe of this whole thing, and. I don't want to leave. As a matter of fact, uh, I told myself walking over here to this bedrock that I'm gonna buy a house out here. You know, I I won't. And no, I don't want to live out here. I just want to buy a house out here because because when I do come out here, maybe I do want to stay out here for two days or three. You know, 
and I'll figure that out whenever it's time. So I am very, very um, excited about all this. So maybe, uh, maybe I'll probably bring some of my other friends out here. I'm not too sure, but we'll figure it out. I wonder. It's funny because I see like a, I see like a ton of cowboys out here. It's really funny. They're rolling up their jeans and putting on their boots. Look at that. I, I might even take some pictures. <laughs> They're like from you know Dallas, and then they come over here and they see all these, uh, you know, all these other people, all these hippies, hipsters. And really, there's just a lot of people that are just, you know, fit. And then people that are just, you know, normal, like regular build, like average build. But it's a place for active people, right? It's a place for, I'm not, I don't want to say active people. I kind of want to say it's a place for people. Like, this is a good, a good demonstration, a good example of, of what we were, what our bodies were created to do. To never stop moving unless we're sleeping or unless we're in slight fatigue, right? Unless we have fatigue, we're a little tired. But walking, we're walking, we're, we're climbing rocks and we're like, we're doing a ton of activity. It just looks, it looks fun. It looks uh, like a, a place where people can come and take away their stress, right? I'm sure a lot of these people that I'm seeing walking, like walking around on Monday or even tomorrow, they're going to go to a building or in their house, wherever they are, and they're going to stay in there for six to eight hours at a time. Four, no, four hours at a time, maybe. They're going to be in shade inside, filtered air, artificial light, and they're going to be doing the same task over and over so they can make it to the weekend and have a little slice of heaven or a little slice a little slice of freedom and maybe they'll have 24 hours of it maybe and then they go back we'll screw that entire system screw that mindset it's not their fault it's not my fault I think we're conditioned to do it schools taught us to do that schools taught us to be good employees Getting us at school at 7 and out at 3. It's just a precursor for us to get a job so we can work for the machine. There's only a few people that have been able to get out. And it takes a lot of hard work. And some it takes more hard work than others because of their position in life or where they grew up. Whatever the situation was. The crazy thing is that is that I know that there was someone in my position or in a even more disparaged position than myself who made their way out of it. And because of that, I find in my heart there's no excuse. And yes, yes, that's, a, that's, a, that's good for me, right? That's what people would say, good for me. It's, but for me, that people, that people that say that, it's probably just another excuse just to validate your reason for staying there. And I used to think that way. I don't care about someone else's privilege. I just care about my own. 
even if even if you grew up in the projects you have some kind of privilege that a person that lives on the street does not and that's tough to swallow it really is and it, it when i had to realize where i where my privilege is it made me it made me be objective with life as a whole in other words it doesn't matter because there are people that have it all according to societal standards according to status today someone who's born into money and yet they have no aspirations yet they have no hunger and they're the ones that are usually ending their lives prematurely they're doing it because they believe that they have nothing to offer that they have no skills because they've never had to work for something or whatever and you know what I'm glad that I was right here that I am here that I'm in this place and I'm glad that I came to reality and I understood what this really is about Being out here just just gives me that. It's beautiful. I'm gonna. I'm definitely. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna swim. I'm gonna do this. And how long has this thing been? Check my time. Nine minutes. Okay. I may. I may add another segment to this, but for now, it's just a little snippet of my day. It's three o'clock after the swim. I'm gonna grab something like a little snack, something to eat. And you know what? There's a pizza stand out right up there. And I might get one slice because I feel like it. All right. Peace, everyone. All right. So, um, this is uh, the end of the night. It's a little past 9, 9 p.m. And I'm walking on um, downtown Austin well kind of like downtown Austin I just got out of a movie called uh, Mid 90s and that movie it's like it was just a small it was a representation of someone growing up a little before the 2000s right around the 2000s I I feel like the group there that, that that it was centered around those were my friends at least at least three or four of them And it was a, uh, it was a little weird, uh, weird but uh, nostalgic. I was reliving it. I, I was remembering the friends that I would hang with, and it's tough because, I mean, I, I was getting emotional, but I didn't break down and start crying. But I felt that inside of me. Like, like that time, the pressure of 
of uh, of wanting to try and be cool like like the cool friends you looked up to them right or at least I did I I don't know if I was I wasn't the I wasn't the kid that 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 the movie was centered around but I was somewhere in the middle and I was in the theater with some and I can tell the ones that are sitting around me they were not born there they were probably born at the end of at the end or the beginning of the 2000s at least and their lives probably really began in 05 but for me I'm sorry not 05 um probably like in uh yeah 2000 maybe and they were fairly young and there was a lot of things that they were doing in the in the movie that uh that they were like what are they what are they doing what is that um a lot of the a lot of the words they were saying in there is something nowadays you know it's uh, frowned upon very very frowned upon uh to to even utter and there was something about it, like a, let's say they would say things like so we if you were around friends right and and everyone everyone was pushed and challenged to do things that you wouldn't normally do on your by yourself being with these friends a lot of them will will never go home because either they don't want to they don't want to be there because they're trying to escape something or well that's just about it it's usually for an escape and they want to be around these friends in a way even though they put them in uncomfortable situations um i'll I'll get to the point but uh, in a while but let me just kind of marinate on this uh there was a, a part where a kid he was a hispanic kid and i'm pretty sure i know which friend that would be in my old group of friends and we would go hang out and they were like skate you know skateboarding was really starting to be cool uh and i never did skateboard with them with my friends i was very afraid super super afraid and i never i never did but i would always be there rooting them on making fun of them and of course then they make fun of me because like you ain't you, you're not even you ain't even gonna try bit you know um they would you know we they you know everyone would call each other you know, they'd use you know gay as an insult fag faggot you know all that this all this was in the movie and it was very accurate just about there's some other things that uh that they left out that i was like man i wonder if they would put that in but um but whenever they would use that as, you know, are you going to do it or not? Um, you can tell that everyone uh, would kind of, I would look whenever they would, uh, you know, use these, uh, you call each other these things to, to you know, put them down. Like, like saying faggot, right? I would look and... Everyone would be shaking their head. I'd look to the right and the left. I mean, not that that's that. I'm not that I'm upset that they are. I'm just saying that there was something about that. That's a little that runs a little more deep. And and it's because I don't know if uh, if they really understood. 
But uh, what I what I found out was, even though everyone was shaking their head, like, how could they say that? How could they say such a thing? Being around these types of friends, there was one that was, you know, participating in all of it. But it but there was one that was trying to be the influential good brother at the end of the day. He didn't want to drink. He didn't want to do all that stuff. But he still slipped every now and then. But he didn't let it consume him. Because he wanted to have a different life. But he still loved his friends. And then there was the friend that that was a, was an enabler. He was the one that would get all the friends to do that stuff. Smoking, drinking, going to parties. Then there was the kid who wanted to be cool. And tried to have the formula. Who knew, tried to know the right things to say. When to say it. On how to be cool. Then you had the little kid. Who was the little brother of, of, you know, of everyone. Basically the young, young one. Who uh, wanted to try and fit in. So he would listen to anyone that, that was older than him. And then you'd have the one who was... Uh, the one who was shy doesn't say much. And anyways, all that, I'm, I'm getting back to the insults. There was something about those. Because there was peer pressure, right? Because if it was, first of all, since it's a skateboard thing, if someone did a trick, right, or did a stunt, and everyone was everyone that, that was there was part, part, participates to do it, right? If not, you're scolded and you're put down. And then everyone starts calling you these names, right? Peer pressure. So it got to the point uh, where, you know, you saw you saw it happen. You know, they tried to jump over this gap, you know, either on top of roofs. And one of them was about to do it, but then he stopped because he was afraid. They were like, really? You're not going to do it? What, you know, like, like you gay or something, you know? faggot or whatever and there was something about being around that even though the way that you the way that these kids were pushed and the way that I was I remember I wasn't supposed to be around them my parents my my mother didn't really want me to be around friends like that but my father did because I think he did so I remember being challenged like that by the older ones like you get to do it or not and it was like earning respect it was a little taste of what the real world is I'm not saying that there should be something like that but as a matter of fact there shouldn't I think there should be there's other ways to do it there's other ways to challenge and push someone but this what they were depicting was the real world in, a, in the most controlled environment with amongst kids. And you did it, and when you did it, you earned respect. If you messed up, even if you didn't do it, if you fell, even though the, one of the kids that decided to do it to try and earn his respect, he didn't make it. He fell down. And he, uh, you know, he started, you know, he basically cracked his skull open. Uh bleeding from his head right but they went down there and he got up and like you alright and he said yeah and they're like you know you've been able like you you know you can take a hit 
They didn't even care that he failed. They didn't even say that he failed. All they cared about was that, you know what? You did it. You, you, you did it. He overcame a fear. A challenge. That he didn't... He did it because he wanted the respect of these of these other kids that he respected, that he looked up to because they were overcoming something or they were something that he wasn't. And it wasn't that they were great skateboarders. It was the culture. It was a... It, it was more of an empowerment. Like, he was a, the youngest, but he wanted to be something. And apparently, it was their mindset. It was the fact that they were not chasing the go to college get your degree or not do that and just go work at the same place your father did go work in in the in your four walls in an office because that's what's going to sustain you that's what's going to financially get you somewhere they didn't care about that it was it it was a a rebel, uh, like, there was already a rebellious era. I mean, before that, but this is where people were starting to realize uh, there was a little more to the artistic side, way more. I mean, things were getting way more nuanced. Skateboarding, people wanted to be Tony Hawk. The, uh, everyone, uh, it was great because I saw PS, PlayStation controllers and uh, Super Nintendo games, and it was that time I mean I'm 27 I mean I I my that life they were talking about the movie's called Mid-90s it was literally my life and I looked up to my older cousins born in the 80s they were the ones that 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 I looked up to (laughs) or at the end of the 80s I guess so anyways I remember that and you know we would go they, their lives were they they didn't have you know we didn't have the the the, the cell phones that connected us to all the news it, you you would have to sit in front of a, a TV to get that or or read a newspaper but that's not what it was it was uh we didn't care about that cuz we thought that was adult stuff so just like them we would go hang out do nothing I would hang out with the ones that skated. We'd go do dumb stuff. I'd get on a bike to feel included. And rollerblades was a thing too. So we would go. There was a a field. We'd go there. uh, You know, cut off some bamboo. Make them into swords and like have fights. Hit each other. Make each other bleed. Get bruises. Do dumb crap. And you had that one friend who would, uh, you know, drink. One who would smoke. I didn't participate in any of them, but I was there. And they didn't look down on me for not doing it. Of course, the kids in there, they did in that movie. But it was uh, whenever we were trying to do a stunt or something dangerous, we all had to do it. And if not, you know, there's always the one kid that was like, no, nah, man, I ain't doing that. Until, you know, he cracked into peer pressure one time. But you know what? To this day... I believe those experiences are the very reason why I decide to go and overcome 
a ridiculous fear or try and take a step further because of those ridiculous kids whom I was one, whom I was a part of. It's something I'll never forget. It's a great lesson. And they would put you down. They would keep on putting you down. They would remind you. Yeah, man, everyone, remember that time where everyone jumped that thing? Oh, yeah, David didn't. Or he didn't. I remember. And, and oh, and they'll make fun of you. And they'll keep on doing it until, until you redeem yourself. And even after, they'll still do it. Like, remember when he tried doing it? Remember when he tried uh, dating that girl? He tried to, you know, he tried hooking up with that girl. didn't happen. They'll make fun of you. In other words, no one's immune. No one is safe. And, and we all had to learn to laugh at ourselves. Laugh at each other. Get everyone's weaknesses and faults. We exposed each other. Oh my gosh, you'd think that our friendship would have been lost. I mean, we, you know, someone would talk about someone's parents, about mom. It would get bad, get quiet. People would start fighting. Uh, you know, then bleed. <laughs> and then we wouldn't talk until, the, until another day. Until, but shoot, we'd still come back, you know, the next day or the day after. And then be like, we good? I'm sorry I said that. We good? That's it. Shake it out and then we continue. It, it, and my house would be one of the places to hang out. Something about my parents. They always wanted, they always wanted us to, wanted me to, you know, to, if anything, invite the kids over, my friends over. Because, uh, you know, my, my parents, they, uh, my parents raised me in, in church and they, they, would rather the, their kids be over with them than us hanging out somewhere else. And so they said, oh, it doesn't matter as long as it's okay with the parents. And, but, you know, we'd still end up leaving. We'd play, we'd play, you know, whatever, uh, our N64, whatever, and then we'd still go out and, and then do all that stuff. But being, it's literally iron sharpens iron. Starting from a young age, yeah, there was some stuff that uh, that probably affected the way uh, you know we thought later on, and the way we uh, pushed ourselves. But but what I realized is it it was it it was one of those eye opening experiences. Or, or time experiences in my life, where I can, where I know that man, if if I if we didn't challenge each other like that, and it was a rough kind of challenge. It was the way the way we viewed it, the way we viewed each other, the way it was so simple, the way we thought. But just because we didn't want to be seen as less than, as weak, as um, uncool or if we were any of those things if we lacked those in our mind we were unsuccessful we didn't care about who was the smartest you know because I think it was the practicality of it all 
If you've been in a fight or two, you're cool. Even though you got knocked out, you were still in the fight. Another notch on your belt. And I was definitely the one that, that, that reeled in a lot of my friends. Some of them, it, it, you know, it, it definitely got me a little emotional because they started, you know, one of the, the basically the, the one who's trying to look out for all of them. He was, um, or the better influence of them all. He talked to the younger kid, the one that was trying to be, you know, that looked up to all of them and telling him about everyone's situation. He's like, so-and-so, you know, he, he could barely afford, you know, socks. Poorest guy I know, his best friend, the one that was, a, the one that was always drinking. Uh, he doesn't want to be home because, you know, or the other, the Hispanic kid, he doesn't want to be home because his parents will beat him and his sister. And he was saying that there's someone else. They said even though you think you may have it bad, you wouldn't go to you. You wouldn't go to someone else's closet and trade your stuff for theirs, right? In other words, what you have and what your situation is, it kind of makes you you. Even as messed up as it is, and messed up as it might be. In other words, be grateful. For what you do have, right? The simplest way to put it. And I had a friend like that. Poor, dirt, cheap. And even now, it, it compels me to go and find him. I, kn- I know he lives back in Fort, Fort Worth somewhere. You know, I, I got to find him. And intelligent. I know, I know... He's got a he 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 can't have a lot going for him, but he's had so many hurdles to jump, and you know, it's it made me think. I, I enjoyed the movie, and, and others might not might not have enjoyed it just because it's it didn't have that nostalgic uh, attachment. Uh, Aspect, you know, I can tell just just by looking at them. They're like, "Oh man, so did you see the camera shot, the camera angles?" It, you know, we, we were in Austin, so you know, ton of film students, you know, ton of people like that, and so they're just analyzing it from you know, the production of a movie standpoint. So very uh, technical, very straightforward. You can you can say like, "Oh yeah, I love it." I'm, I wonder what kind of lighting they're using. Um. Uh, did you see? Uh, did you see the way they they panned over here? Did you see the way they, uh, uh, you know, whatever. You you know you know how the movie people, uh, film kids talk. Um, I I could not get enough of 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 putting myself back in that time, and I wanted to you know talk to. I felt like when the, some of the jokes were made, I was laughing. Oh, I was always laughing to, by myself. And the ones beside me were kind of looking at me like, and you really think this is, like, you really think this is funny. And yes, because I understood the jokes as, you know, raci- as, a, you know, yeah, as, a, you know, a, a derogatory as they were, uh, I, I remember them because some of them were the exact same things we would say. Um, and 
they all built built character and there were times too whenever we they would put each other down with the so there there was some there was some parts that I was like man that really did affect us didn't it right so one of the kids the one that was uh, very uh, shy he didn't say much he was uh, still a little naive to the world he was the one with the camcorder oh and it was it was that old uh, camcorder uh, and my dad used to have one recording everything and he he would record them while they skated record everything uh, and one time he was sitting down they were all sitting down and they were saying like you, you know they were talking about oh you know what are you gonna do man don't you want to get out of here you know that kind of stuff what are you trying what are you trying to call you know they're talking about what they want to do right they go around. Everyone says the thing, you know. One of you know the one. One of them's like, "I'm trying to get out of here, right? I'm trying to make something of myself with skating, right?" And then the other one's like, "I don't care, man. I just want to live. I just want to do what's fun and live life to the fullest. Like whatever, whatever's fun today might not be fun tomorrow, right?" And the uh, another one, I was like, "I don't know." And then they get to the the kid with the camcorder, and he says, "I don't know." I, kind of want to make movies and right away uh one of them you know they start laughing and they're like they're, they're like it sounds gay fool like that that kind of stuff <laughs> you know right away putting them down and they're like they're like yeah that's uh like yeah that's funny stuff and and he puts his head down and he says something along the lines of yeah I, yeah i guess that is a dumb idea right and right away, I remember things like that would happen. We would put each other down for those stupid things, like those artistic uh, things. Like, and he he was passionate about it, but he would put his head down, right? Because his friends were like, "No, man, that's stupid." And he agreed, right? Maybe because you know he didn't want to, and you know he didn't he, he didn't stand up for himself. And there are people like that, that today. You would have a whole army to support you if you had friends around you saying that it's not like that anymore. It's it's very very uh, it's changed in a good way. But there's some there is some ways where we've kind of we, we've kind of crossed the line, you know. And I'll I may talk about that another time. But I remember defending my friends like that, even though they would all say, "Man, that's stupid," or like like, "Man, I want to dance," right? What, you know, when a step step crew was really step uh, like a, a step team or step crews were really cool, uh, really starting, really getting really cool, you know. And one of my friends wanted to do that, but he was he was always afraid to say that because you know everyone would say he's gay or say you know whatever, laugh. And I'd be like, you know what, man, screw them. I I would tell I would say that I was like, bro, screw them, do whatever you want. I play clarinet. <laughs> That's, you know, I was like, I play clarinet, and they would laugh when I would say that. I would, you know, I'd be like, man, I play clarinet. I'm first chair, and they'd be like, nerd, you know. Um, and then I would say, you know what, man? Like, who cares? Like, and then I would go, and then of course I would, I would defend myself by putting one of them down, you know, which it wasn't, it probably wasn't helpful to anyone's life, right? But that's what I did. And we would all do that at some point. I think that was one of the influences I had. 
we ended up defending each other every now and then. But for mo- for the most part, you know, we, we would be pretty harsh. Now, all that all, I'm bringing up that example because even though this this ki- even though this kid in the movie got put down by for wanting to make movies, right? Later on, when um, when he was uh, talking to. So one time they actually showed them go to a party, right? And sorry, this is a, this is definitely a big old spoiler for everyone that hasn't seen it. But there was a part where they were at a at a party, you know, and it was teenagers. And man, I'm telling you, like a lot of the the chicks that I saw in there, I'm pretty sure I went to school with one of them <laughs> at that time. But um, so he, the the one that has the camcorder all the time said he wanted to make movies, right? Well, it turns out that. He ended up talking to a, a girl. He was talking to one of the girls there. And she was like, how come you always carry around a, a, a video recorder? And he's like, I like it. And I, I don't know, I kind of want to make movies some, someday. And she's like, cool. Right? Simple. But it valid. It, 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 it kind of, it's like... Even though his friends thought that his friends would put him down, but you see, he never let he never let the that that um, that negative that that those negative vibes from his friend overtake that that uh, thing. Because yes, he may have respected his friends, thought his friends were cool, but at the end of the day, I think what he picked up from them was like you know. Even though we all have our own things and all of us are putting each other down, screw you guys, right? Because all of their friends were like that, you know. Screw you. Yeah. So I'm gonna drink. So I'm gonna, you know, I'm I'm, I'm gonna drink and party. Fine. Go make yourselves do what you want. Be a corporate, whatever. But I'm gonna live my life, right? Screw you. He, that kid that couldn't stand up for himself, he took up that mentality. Yes. Maybe maybe he won't stand up for himself in front of them and and put them down. He won't do that. But he'll he'll listen. He may he may even agree with them. But he will go back home and he's still gonna get his camcorder and he's still gonna make movies. And he will grow up and when and when this girl told him, cool, that was that was a huge encouragement because you could see a little smirk on his face, like a smile. Not a sarcastic smirk, but like a, yeah, I think it's cool too. Right? It, it was a great, it was a great example of, of caring about what everyone says, but not valuing what everyone says. He cares a lot about what his friends have to say. A lot. Because they, they mean a lot to him. But he did not value their bullcrap. Even though he seemed like a beta, which he was. He grew up, even even though he's going to grow up to be a passive-aggressive dude. He's going to be passive-aggressive for sure. He will still, at the end of the day, do whatever he wants. And he, and he probably did. It's that is something that I had. I 
there was a time where where I, for some reason, past my teenage years, I, I was also pretty beta. I I didn't want to uh, hurt people's feelings. I kind of went into this weird phase um, where I would censor myself for everything, and I would I wouldn't really share my full and own opinion. And, but the thing about me was that they would all tell me my opinion they would give me their opinions and say you should probably do this man because you know you may mess up so and so did this what you're doing and you know they messed up and I'd shake my head and be like oh really sounds cool but then the next day they'd still see me do it right don't buy the red one buy the blue one everyone's buying the blue one okay so tomorrow I go buy the red one and and that's how it was and I had a connection with that kid but I wasn't as beta as him like I would stick up for myself if someone was if someone was uh, insulting me yeah I'd stick up for myself but uh, it it, uh, it was it was an awesome I think the whole movie was just great and it's the those situations are not uh, they're not uh, you know meant for that time you know 90 I mean those situations happen now but it's very different now I mean now the whole internet is there to back you up or put you down right now they'll back you up for sure but but there's a lot of toxicity you know the chat rooms are now everywhere facebook instagram it's all it's all there your group of friends your group of friends in quotations are basically the whole world times have definitely changed now all i can say about the whole thing is I am I'm grateful for that experience for the time I had in those situations with with those kids those friends and I would hope everyone would see it especially United's babies to definitely see it, and you'll know what I'm talking about. And the other ones who are little, or who who came about later, later, see it too. So, anyways, I'm here in Austin still. I'm outside the theater, but I've been walking around, uh, trying some treats. Uh, it was really cool. I, I actually went and uh, I, I swam. I went and I tried a, a slice of pizza I ate half of it I ate half of everything today uh, churro I had uh, a, you know I had a coffee I had a half a peanut butter and banana cookie and a little bit of popcorn and it was awesome and there's something about li- limiting myself you know I didn't eat every everything I was it was empowering to know that I didn't force myself to eat everything. And it's it has to be a new kind of 
uh, mindset. It's something I'm learning now, you know, and of course, it's helping me with my di- my digestive thing. So, it was great. I loved being out here. I loved walking around. I basically had a date. I dated myself this whole day. Woke up, went to do some, you know, uh, I already said in the last video, but it, it was all just a great experience. I think people should date themselves first before they date anyone else. Because you're, it's the best date of all. Because you're taking yourself on a date. Because you're not, you're you're not trying to think of a date that's gonna please the other person or something that's gonna make them happy. You're you're doing you're dating. You are. You don't even have to think of the date. You just, it's like you think and you're like, man, that would be fun. Let's do that. And everything I did is something that I wanted to do from the beginning. Didn't have to think about it. Didn't have to set a time. It's like, you know what? I'm going to sit in my car and watch a YouTube video. And then I'm going to go, you know what? Now I feel like going inside that, 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 that thing. Get me uh, two bottles of water. Now let's go. No schedule. If I feel like going, I'm going to go. Let's go stay at this park. I'm going to eat this banana and whatever. And I don't have to say a word. I'm going to sit here. And I met a, I met a new person at that, at that uh, uh, obstacle course. Not a friend, but just someone. Just saying hi. His name was Al. I felt like he was from Russia. He had that accent. Like, my, name, my name is Al. You know? <laughs> I try, he's like, I try, I try to, uh, I try to, to climb, to climb, to climb the, uh, what is it, what is he saying? Uh, c- climb the pole. I am too tall. I am, I am too tall. Or whatever, you know. Don't worry, I'm not going to try it. I'm not going to try the accent anymore. Uh, but it, it was, it was great meeting that guy. And I walked around this huge trail. Stayed there for at least three hours trying to to get through it. You know, I, I didn't make it all the way through, uh, I, but I, I practiced, and you know, I I can feel my uh, my muscles straining, but it's great. And I I would definitely go back again, and bring a friend next time, or maybe I'll just come back. And uh, they're all saved in my in my in uh, my uh, favorites, so I can come back. And right, exactly. so I, uh, I definitely, hey, I'm in a busy part. Let me see if I can, I may just walk to my car. Or I may just finish this here. Yeah, it's all right. I'm just going to walk over here. So I take yourself out. Drive an hour just to go by yourself. And don't set any time limits. I decided to go to a movie because I decided to look look up the movie. It just happened to be right there. And I'm like, oh, let's go. It's five, 15 minutes till the movie. Let's do it. Something freeing about that. 
there's something I've never appreciated my life or myself more than I have tonight. I'm not trying to get all weird. It's it's not weird. It's I've never really appreciated my my way of thinking or my interests or what constitutes what constitutes a fun night or a fun time or something where I'm not trying to impress anyone which I haven't been doing that for a while now I don't think so but tonight was that I'm like you know what if I ever hang out go on a date with someone else it's gotta feel like this that's all I gotta say it should feel like this everyone puts on a mask everyone says I want it to feel like this but then when it's time to go do something everyone wants to think about someone else it sounds funny to think about that negatively but I think everyone uh, everyone goes uh, 100 miles an hour the opposite way and everyone forgets about themselves so both parties are not enjoying it everyone's doing what what they see on Pinterest what they see on Instagram so they go and take selfies on a mountaintop take selfies of all their food so that they can be validated by their friends and by the world but they never seek validation from the person that they're with presently so all I'm saying is that if you take yourself out and don't take any selfies I don't, all the pictures I took None of them were posted. And I haven't posted anything like that. And it feels great to know that I'm taking a picture just for me. I'm taking a picture just to take a picture so I can put it in my iCloud or something. And I'm not trying to get the best lighting. I'm not trying to get the best shot so I can do it for someone else and for some likes, for some hearts. I'm going to see it. And that's that's great. That's good enough. I'm constantly being enlightened. I'm constantly learning more about myself. And, and it's only going to get better. Slowly but surely... I'm figuring I'm figuring it out. And I hope you and I hope you will too. Uh one thing's for sure though. I really I really do enjoy being at this time. It's fall, it's at night, oh my gosh, the temperature's great. It's, it at least has to be seventy or something like that. Uh real nice. A lot of uh you know, you can tell everyone's kinda doing their own thing. A lot of, uh, you know, a lot of great people. A lot of, a lot of, uh, what's it called? What's it called? A lot of attractive people. 
and everyone enjoying the weekend. So anyways, let me check the time. 42 minutes, crap. Guess I've really been long-winded on this one, but I'm just going to add this to uh to the the episode from earlier today. So I guess I'm going to walk to my car. Everyone uh appreciate it. And what I mean it, I mean appreciate your life, appreciate your interests and get to know your interests. And I want you to indulge in your interests for a little bit. Pick a day, indulge, indulge in your interests. And then challenge yourself to find a new interest. I found that one of my new interests is hiking out, out there. Being around the Greenbelt in Zilker Park was awesome. And I want to do that again. And I don't think I've ever done that by myself until today. If you always wanted to get a skateboard, save up and do it. Even if you have to put $20 down, down in some kind of envelope every three weeks. But you know what? And, and then anyone, anyone who tries to put, put down your idea... If you want to be passive-aggressive, fine. But just deep down in your heart, screw them. Value your opinion. Value your interest. I'm... Yeah. Anyways. Keep, uh... Keep on keeping on. Yep.